Fuelful Warriors, episode 36. Somebody who gets shit done. It's all down to hustle. A sacrifice of their being and way of life. We think of 300, we think of the Spartan. Sort of the courage and conviction to face their challenges in life. It always does the right thing at all costs. From the U.S. Women's National Team, Megan Klingenberg. It's about making sure that I get back up and keep persisting to the point where I can be the best. What's going on, Warriors? Welcome to episode 36 of Fuel for Warriors, a podcast collaboration between Lost Entertainment and Lock and Load Java. This year has already had a great set of interviews and guests, and this week's is no different from the U.S. Women's National Team, defender Megan Klingenberg, uh, also on the Portland Thorns this coming season, uh, joins us for the usual questions about being a warrior, challenges, and, and inspirations, and also talks to us about what cuisine her restaurant would serve if she were to, uh, if she were to open one plus what it means to define ourselves. At the time of this recording, Megan was in some intense training for the women's national team, so uh, we had a quick phone call, so we got underway as soon as the uh, phone call was put through, and we got through a lot of questions in the short time that we had. Uh, I know that you're going to enjoy it. Thank you for taking the time to listen. You can find us on iTunes, also lostinentertainment.com. I know there's a lot of podcast choices out there, and I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to Fuel for Warriors. Enjoy. Hey, Warriors. This is Carl Churchill, co-founder and chief coffee officer of Lock and Load Java. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our friend and fellow veteran Tim Lawson as he interviews risk takers who've embraced the warrior ethos. I know you'll love our guest today. And when you're finished with the episode, head over to LockAndLoadJava.com and use the coupon code FUELFORWARRIORS to receive a 10% discount on our premium coffee and cocoa. Stay motivated, my friends, and keep challenging yourself. Uh, so we start out every interview on Fuel for Warriors with the idea of what it means to be a warrior. And I think your time in sports and being an athlete really provides uh, a certain perspective on that. So to Megan Kleenberg, what does it mean to be a warrior? Well, thank you for putting me to that class with, geez, a Medal of Honor recipients and UFC fighters. But I don't consider myself that uh, necessarily on that level. But to me, being a warrior is, um, it's more of a mentality and it's more of a fight. Because sometimes I don't want to go out there and practice. Sometimes I fail at practice or in games or make mistakes. And it's about making sure that I get back up and keep persisting to the point where I can be the best. And to me, that's a, that's a warrior mentality. I like that, and I and, uh, I I appreciate you uh, your humble attitude towards the uh, the company that you're in on this podcast. But uh, I think right now uh, anybody's I think most people are willing to to say that even though it's a different sort of accomplishment, being playing at the highest level that soccer has to offer uh, is an accomplishment all on its own. So I think you should be proud of yourself for that. No, oh, well, thank you. So everybody likes to believe in themselves, but when did you objectively know, talking about you playing on the highest level with the women's national team, when did you know that you could compete for a spot on that team? At what point in your career? 
not sure there was ever a point where I was like, dang, I can do this, I can make it. I think there was always this belief that even if I wasn't ready, even if I wasn't getting playtime now, even if I wasn't even close, that I could practice and get there. There was never a point where I was like, oh, I can do it. It's more like if I'm not ready, if I'm not there, then I'm going to keep practicing so I can be ready, so I can get there. And I still have that mentality. Every day I go to practice, I want to get better because to me, winning World Cups or winning games is just an added bonus of me trying to achieve my personal best. Your Twitter profile claims that you are a wannabe celebrity chef. <laughs> yeah. If, and uh, if you were to open a restaurant, presumably in Pittsburgh, uh, what cuisine would you serve? Oh, my gosh. This is such a tough question. But if I had to go straight off the top of my head, I think it would be really cool. I'm not sure how it would go over in Pittsburgh, but I think it would be really cool to open a kind of fast food vegetarian restaurant. Um, so Interesting. It's, so it's, I mean, kind of like a healthy McDonald's for vegetarians, but that everybody could like. So it, it, And it's fast and easy because I think that people gravitate towards McDonald's and Burger Kings and Paneras and things like that that aren't necessarily so good for you just because they're so fast. So I'd like to open up a, a place where you can grab something healthy and really, really delicious on the go. I like that. That's a good idea. If I ever see something like that pop up, I'm going to check it out, and I'm going to let you know how it was. Yeah, please. Write, write <laughs> me like a personal Yelp review or something. Done. Uh, so looking around on your website, uh, I was cruising, browsing around, and in a caption for one of the merchandise items – reads, I'm a soccer player, but I'm not defined only by my sport. I'm a woman with ambition and goals and use my skills and resources to be successful in everything I choose to pursue. And now that you have a world championship on your list of accomplishments, what goal outside of the sport are you preparing to accomplish? Honestly, it's been difficult for me to try and pursue my soccer goals with off-field goals up until probably this last year. I think that winning a World Cup and becoming a little bit more well-known has given me this platform to start to give back in ways that I wasn't able to before. And it's given me this platform to pursue goals that I haven't been able to before. And so now what I'm trying to do is build up my camp business because it's a way that I think is really, really important to give back to the future of the game. So I can change the landscape for the girls that come after on the national team. And um, now being able to pair those goals within my soccer career right now is really, really cool. And it And it's a life that I'm loving, that I'm living, and... I am just excited to see where I can go with uh, giving back and making sure that I can leave the game in a better place than from when I started. I like that. And how, you know, you have your foundation, you, you clearly have opportunities to uh, to mentor and to lead and stuff like that. But um, of those things and, and of what you just described, uh, where do you think you're having the most impact? I think 
where I can have the most impact is on individual lives. To me, doing the quick hospital visit or sending somebody a tweet can make them happy for an hour, for a day, for a week, but happiness is a fleeting emotion. And so for me, within my foundation, what we try and do is have impact over a longer period of time. So this year, uh, I'm going to take on kind of mentoring a team. And within that mentorship, I'll hopefully be able to attend practices and send inspirational messages, give them training techniques, and talk about eating healthy and talking about leadership, confidence, things like that. And when you get to actually make a conscious change in somebody's life as opposed to just making them happy, then you're able to change the world. And that's something that you can do on a kind of more smaller level. And so to me, that's really important and what I want to do. And I feel more fulfilled when I kind of go about trying to make an impact in communities that way. So as as a member of uh, the Portland Thorns, you've had an opportunity, even at the club level, to play at some of the highest uh, or some of the brightest spotlights that women's soccer has had to offer. You know, growing up, I'm sure you you know you were aware of what was going on in professional soccer, and women's professional soccer has definitely seen high ups, really low valleys. And over the course of your career, it's really ha- it's really been growing both at the club level and at the again at the national level. Um, what has it been like, even at the club level there in Portland, to see such an amazing response to uh, a, to a sport that almost seemed dormant for you know for almost almost a decade? It's incredible to this type of support. It honestly reinforces my belief that I have in the game and especially in women's soccer. Before, I think people believe that there's no future in women's soccer because there's no money and there's no interest. And I think we've been proving that stereotype and that attitude wrong. And I can only see good things in the future for the sport, especially if, you know, uh, the wildfire in Portland kind of catches on in other places. Absolutely. So with all these things considered, the goal you described earlier, your involvement on the national team, being in Portland, being a community role model, tell us about a challenge that you're facing, either personally or professionally, and what are you doing to better overcome it? Right now, the team is going through some different um, changes that it's never went through since I've been on the team. There's been a lot of turnover. There's new voices. There's new faces. And we're missing some leaders that were incredibly instrumental in uh, leading us during and leading up to the World Cup. So a personal challenge that I'm facing right now has to do with um, kind of making sure that the team stays on the right path and stepping up in my role on the team and making sure that I'm being the best person I can be and being the best teammate that I can be and making sure that the team uh, continues on its winning path without the the really strong leaders that have retired. 
And then what you know this uh, the you know this podcast is fuel for warriors. We talk about you know what it means to be a warrior, challenges you're facing. So now we need that fuel. What is getting Megan Klingenberg up every day and forcing her to face these challenges and to accomplish more in life? <laughs> oh, I like this question. What gets me up in the morning besides a cup of coffee? I guess it would be <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely be trying to realize my personal best. I think it's so cool to get up every day and try and be the best that I can possibly be as a human being, as a daughter, as a soccer player. And it's really hard to do too many things at once. I'm only able to to do uh, certain things because I put so much effort and focus into them. So for me right now, it's being the best daughter and person that I can and it's also being the best soccer player, and that gets me going in the morning. I get so excited thinking about how much better I can become. That's all. That's awesome. That's really. Uh, I don't want to discount any other answers we've gotten, but uh, I like that <laughs> one's very. That one's very exciting. Oh, um, thank you. Yes. Do you do you have? I mean, what you're in training right now with the national team? What is your morning routine like? Getting prepared for a day of training, or even like on a morning of a game day? What do you? Is there? Do you have an established routine, or is it just sort of wake up and go with the flow? Well, on on days of games, I have a very established routine. It's not necessarily superstition, but it's more about what makes sure I'm at my my peak for the game that day. And usually I get up and I'll have breakfast and then I'll take a nice 10, 15, 20-minute walk, however long I feel like I need, plug my headphones in, pump some jams, then I'll find a nice shady, um, grassy area and sit down and do probably 20 minutes of Sudoku and get my brain going. And then I come back, take a shower, and I'm ready to go for the game. Did you say Sudoku, as in like the numbers game? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome that you have Sudoku built into your game day routine. I like that. Yeah, you've um, got to be a smart. I mean, you got to be really smart as a defender, and I feel like that just keeps me sharp. Do you feel like Do you feel like when you were playing against Sweden? And you just you you jumped up and headed that ball out of the out of the, you were like Sudoku made that possible. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, if it did, then I should probably be sponsored by some sort of Sudoku, huh? Yeah, I want you. I, you, I dare you to make that an answer to to an interview sometime in the next year following <laughs> a game. What did you feel? I was like, I don't know. I was playing Sudoku earlier, and it, was, and it just made sense. I headed the ball out of the uh, <laughs> of the goal. Yeah, Make, I mean, you know what? It sounds like a pretty good answer to me. Yeah, it'd be entertaining at least. <laughs> Megan, I really appreciate your time. You know you're busy training. We're following you on Twitter, at Megan Kling, and checking out your foundation, MeganKlingenberg.com. I appreciate your time, and I look forward to watching you play when you come out here to Washington. Oh, I can't wait. Thanks, Tim, and I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Be sure to head over to LockAndLoadJava.com using promo code FuelForWarriors for a discount on your purchase. Also head over to LawsonEntertainment.com for more of my programming. Stay strong and stay motivated.